It is Way of the Warrior, Eric Hulkerin, along with the 16-time world champ, Woo! Ken Evans, in the house talking about everything in the world of mixed martial arts. And we got a ton of stuff. You guys have been uh, super busy on the Facebook page with questions and comments, and that's been awesome this week because even though we're sort of in between two big events... Uh, there's been a ton of stuff that have happened in the last seven days. Uh, and if you want to hear about that, download our new app for only seven ninety nine a month. <laughs> as we jump on the train of everybody needs an app and everybody's going to have to pay for every single tiny bit of content they want. Now, I want to give credit where credit is due. Ken, you were the one four or five years ago when I was talking about cord cutting and that being oh, thing. Yeah. You were the one that's like, yeah, but won't that be more expensive? I was like, no, man, it'll be utopia. It'll You'll be great. It. We, get, we, we, only need, we only need to pay for what we want, man. It's going to be awesome. I said, yeah, but I don't think everybody's going to charge us 14 cents, which is kind of how it works in a cable bundle. So now uh, we've got news this week of Bellator jumping into the app space. I think there's good and there's bad with this. It's Dazen, right? Is that how you pronounce it? Dazen? I thought it was Dazon. Or like it uh, Dazon. <laughs> Dazon. It's supposed to be like Dazon. Okay, gotcha. Got it. Like okay. Dazon. It sounds like a really crappy little Caesars product. Okay, got it. Like it's hot, hot and ready Dazon. I've just given up on sponsors for the show at this point. You realize that, right? <laughs> I now feel like it's a really, really high crusted pizza that's been filled with pasta. Right. Is what that is. Is it good? No, it's hot and it's ready. You can eat it now. Shut up. <laughs> it's hot and ready. How does it taste? Hot and ready. We literally told you the two things to expect from this. Okay. Hot and you have it now. You totally screwed me up. DAZN. <laughs> DAZN is going to be the new app. And what is this going to cost now? Um, so I don't know the exact price of the app. But what I, I was having some conversations with people online. And I was saying, if this app only costs $5.99, say it's the same price as ESPN+. Plus, if you add in in 2019... Your subscription to ESPN Plus, your subscription to DAZN, and every pay-per-view that you buy for the UFC, all 12 of them, mm -hmm. your grand total for the year of 2019 watching every MMA product that you want to watch will be $1,100. Oh, you're missing something there. And I want to give a lot of credit to Luke Thomas, who pointed this out in the release from Scott Coker and Bellator. Not only are they going to have to be providing content for DAZN and whatever Paramount Network becomes, which is becoming more of an ill fit as we continue sure. in this space. Scott Coker's press release also said pay-per-view. So you don't have pay-per-views oh. lined up in there for Bellator. However, I know they haven't done one since New York, but I will say last time they did when I bought it. So add three more pay-per-views, right? We're three, all, four we're, more pay-per-views, another call, 40 to, to, to what, what do we got, 40 bucks for Bellator? Sure, let's call it 1,200 bucks even, right? So 1,200 bucks, more expensive, a lot more expensive than um, Sunday Ticket, mm -hmm. right? Oh, yeah. Um, Remember when Sunday Ticket, everybody's like, this is outrageous, it's $300 for the season. Right, you can have five years of Sunday <laughs> Ticket. Of the most popular sport on the planet, barring soccer. Yes. For five years, and now if you want to be an MMA fan, that really keeps up with the events, you're going to have to lay out all of this money, which simply isn't going to happen. Well, and I was I was talking with uh, Damon Martin on Twitter about this very thing because he was talking about the price point, and this is how the conversation started. Is like, I understand that these things need to get more expensive. Mm -hmm. However, the product is not markedly more better which is not dramatically correct. It's not markedly better than it was in 1992. It's not a giant leap no. in product from the first UFC 
to today. Meaning, I, it's I, like, would, I would argue with you on that. But let's let's do a better example for because I know where you're going. Let's go to 2005. Okay, sure. 2005 because essentially 92 to 05, we didn't change the number Call of events. It t- tough one to today. Right, it hasn't been a thousand modern per- era has not been a thousand percent increase in quality. Therefore, twelve hundred dollars. Right, right. We're I mean we're having a legit conversation. And these would this would be one of the pay-per-views you're talking about. We're having a legit conversation about Tito Ortiz and Chuck Liddell. <laughs> That's funny. I picked 2005 because that was the heyday. So right. you're, we're literally talking about the same exact fight. <laughs> Except we want $1,200 to be a part of that ecosystem. And they're 15 years older, both of them. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's slated to launch in September, right? Yes. This, the zone thing. And they want to really, I mean, look, I give them credit. They're doing a couple things I like about this. They've got a distribution deal uh, on what appears to be a good fit for them. And look, I know that they're kind of in this weird spot where Paramount Network's trying to rebrand and they're basically dumping the Spike stuff, which actually fit Bellator pretty well. So you've got this weird amalgamation of old Spike TV programs that that were hits that they're just not going to get rid of, like the, the the Ink Show. What is that called? Ink Masters, whatever. Yes. So, I mean, there's a tattoo show. There's a guy yelling about bars on the network. And then they've got, like, an old cowboy show. Isn't that Kevin Costner's, like, involved with that or something? Yes. yes. Randy Quaid. I don't know. Somebody. One of, yes. One of the Randys. The, one of the I don't know. Somebody. It's just this weird thing, and none of it ever seems to line up with what Bellator is doing. So I don't blame them for necessarily looking for a better fit. Uh, So the deal is going to give them basically live access to their audience at any point. Anything that's live uh, is going to be on either Paramount Network or DAZN Network. And that equates to 22 Bellator events a year. Um, And you also, lots of people were excited about the matchroom boxing, which is not necessarily in my wheelhouse, but you get 32 of those a year as well. However, if you're like, if we're just doing what this show does and talking MMA, I, I find it hard to believe And, and I'm going to be super transparent here. Um, I have not paid for a pay-per-view yet this year. Um, Yeah. And I don't see that changing in 2019. And there is a zero. You're not going to pay for the one in, or you mean Bellator? I mean, in general, like this, I, I don't see that changing, meaning like next week, totally going to pay. Okay. Then I'm going to go on hiatus for a while, right? Yeah. And when Connor comes back, totally going to pay. And then I'm going to go on hiatus for a while because I just, at no point am I giving you $1,200 a year for this product because at this point, you you haven't built that. And I, I know it feels like we're beating a dead horse, but the person or brand in the space that's winning charges me less than $110 a year, mm-hmm. which is WWE, right? right. Yeah. Now, no. I, don't, I don't get free TV stuff yet, but that can change at any moment when their deal is up. But I do get all the pay-per-views for 9 bucks a month. And you'll get it within a month. Yeah. Too. Right. I mean, you just, you're just on a little more of a delay. The, the, the thing is, uh, how much is this per month? Which one? The Zone? It doesn't say anything. I, I just, thought it was while, like, while you were talking, I just tried to sign up for it. There's no price point. It just says, <laughs> give, me your, give me your email and I'll get back to you. Okay, fair enough. I thought it was going to be like four. I thought this was another four ninety nine, five ninety nine, six ninety nine. And that was deal. the math I did. Is five ninety nine. So five ninety nine for that. Five ninety nine for ESPN Plus. Uh, current UFC pay per view model pricing sixty nine ninety nine, and then your forty dollars of pay per view for Bellator gets us at twelve hundred bucks. You add another ten bucks a month for Fight Pass. No, I'm not. <laughs> wow. Which, 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 strangely enough, for Eric, constitutes one of the best programs. On all of these platforms, according to you. The Contender Series? Right. Yes. Which we'll talk about in a minute, because uh, I want to talk about the fact that I've actually got the UFC Fight Pass back. 
I found a German code for a free uh, trial. So nice. uh, use that and some. Uh, Is it World Cup? No, it's not World Cup. <laughs> yeah, they're all home with nothing else to do but watch UFC. So they that'd be some great marketing. You want to talk about a marketing idea on some of your other podcasts. Right. Germany went home from the World Cup. UFC steps in with a free code. With a free code. Um, I do see them doing okay on occasion. Now, here, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to buy if I can get it on my TV easily. That's another thing we got to wait and see. If I can get this on my Roku or... A, a it's D- available on all that. Okay. Xbox, PlayStation, all that stuff. If I can get this easily and it works, I will be there the first month. They're going to start this off with Masasi versus McDonald. And I think they're going to put the Sil- Silverlay, uh, Quentin Rampage Jack. The, I, the, stop the, looking at no, me you, like that. I love that you call Vanderlay Silverlay. Silverlay. Oh, <laughs> Vanderlay Silva. Um, uh, Quentin Jackson matchup on there, which, yeah, it's weird and old, but it's there. And it's the seventh time they'll be together. <laughs> they fought eight million times. <laughs> and then they're going to start the welterweight Grand Prix. So, yeah, I'm going to be there. Will I stay? Uh-uh. Well, I'll be, I'll be there day 29, sending my email or calling the 800 number like they always make you do. Yep. So easy to sign up. Very hard to not yes. to, to, to cancel. Right. I mean, I'll be there. So this will be interesting. Uh, I'll ch- You know, I always want to say, oh, I'll check this out. I'll check that out. I don't. I don't have time. Even with Fight Pass, as long as I had it. You and I were super excited at first because, you know, we buy into the hype sometimes. Yep. Like, oh, man, look at this. All this Invicta and Cage Rage and blah, 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 blah. We don't have time for that. Right. Look, I'm, I, I don't. I'm just going to be honest well, with and you. Well, you certainly don't have time when UFC is doing 59 events a year, right? Like, where, like, well, where in your calendar with your family and job and other obligations do you have time to do you know, Eddie Bravo Invitationals and Invicta and Glory, as well as all the UFC stuff that you wanted initially. Well, and, and again, I don't want to I don't want to go into beating dead horse territory, but they've rebuilt the entire interface, at least on my end for the Roku, which is what I use. And usually they're very similar. I still think that thing's terrible to get around. Yep. Like I, I was looking for the Tuesday Night Contender series. I literally had to just go back in chronological order for everything that's been uploaded in the past month since that thing started. <laughs> You click on shows, it's not in their shows. It's a show, right? I believe it's I don't know. I clicked on fights. It's not there, even though they have fights. I don't I, I barely was able to watch the first one. You've said a lot of great things about it, so I want to check it out. I I'm literally digging through this app. I'd be pissed if I had spent the ten bucks and hadn't sure. got the free code from Germany to use. So I mean, there's still issues there, and now you got Be- Bellator entering the space, which I think is very interesting. Obviously, they're going to be in acquisition mode. Obviously, they've got some Viacom money behind them, but it's going to be interesting to see where they want to land and if they're going to still try to pull off pay per views. In the press release, they talked about bringing pay per view events. Now, does that mean necessarily they're go- they're going to definitely do that? Like they want to lay out for a year? Or maybe if they just happen to get two fighters they think they can sell something on, then they retain that option. I really hope it's the latter because if it's the former and they think they're going to be able to put this out, we talked about that cookie analogy and how the UFC is trying to make too many cookies with the same number of ingredients. All of a sudden you got some other cook running in and stealing half the ingredients as it is and trying to make another dozen cookies. And what's fascinating about what you're saying, and this makes a great segue, right, is we're at a space in the middle of middle end of June, heading into July, where Bellator just got a lot more interesting in the last week, mm-hmm. right? And so doing the former as opposed to the latter, I think, hurts the brand. There are a lot of people, and you should, a lot of people should be fired up about Musasi and Rory McDonald. It's a killer fight, mm-hmm. an absolutely killer fight. And that's a, that's a very rare 
UFC-level fight in Bellator. That they're doing it the right time. Right, that's what I mean. Usually you've got these guys on the wrong ends. Like, obviously, Quentin Rampage Jackson, Vanderlei Silva, UFC-level fight. Five, six, seven, eight, ten years ago? Right. But you're getting a super, you know, a, a technical super fight, right, at a... Uh, Rory is a welterweight coming up to middleweight to fight Musasi at 85. It's a brilliant fight that you should be excited about. And you're right. A lot of people are going to dump into this app in September to check out this fight. Um, but what happens next? I mean, the, the segue. It's easy to get them. It's yes, harder to keep them. Because, you know, what happens next is you've got Josh Barnett, who on Sunday night announced that he has cut ties with the UFC. Does he end up back with Scott Coker? They have a great relationship, and he, Scott Coker is the he, has allowed Barnett to do all the other things he wants to do in the pro wrestling world. And so that makes for some interesting matchups. Do we get Barnett Fedor? Super interesting thing to talk about. You also have Lyoto Machida, who left the UFC. UFC matched what Bellator had, but he just didn't want to deal with the USADA stuff, and so he goes to Bellator. Again, a world where you get Lyoto Machida and Fedor to fight is super interesting. Yes, right? is it, but is it going to sell an app? I would totally tune in on a Friday or Saturday night on Paramount no. Network. Yeah, it may not. If I've got the channel. That's another thing, too, is you're, you're seeing in this in this cord-cutting uh, environment that we talked about for a while, you're seeing a lot of channels kind of move around and cable providers slimming down their offerings to, to basic systems. Like, we got to pay 3 or $4 per head anyways for ESPN. So that's going to be on this tier, this tier, and this tier, and contracts make sure that it's on certain ones. There's only so much space. And, you know, yeah, you can buy a cable package with 300 channels right now, but that's not what people usually default to. So do you even have this network? It's, It's changing as it moves forward. Yeah, it's got clearance from the Spike TV and TNN days back in the day, but that's not necessarily something that's going to carry on. And if that branding on that station, if they don't figure out what they want to be, they're only going to lose more viewers. Yes. I, this is one of the weirdest things I've seen, and I don't know what the decision is, what the branding's supposed to be. Uh, one thing I've heard is they're they're trying to kind of go older for the people that are actually watching TV, which isn't a terrible strategy, except you still got Ink Masters, the bar guy yelling, and Bellator yes. on your network. Right, yeah. So and you want to go after 55-year-old white dudes. Right, right, the Paramount Network is becoming that hamburger stand that makes sushi, right, where you're like, I mean, I showed up for hamburgers, and then there was two dudes punching. What's- no, no, no. They're the hamburger stand, and they want to be the hamburger stand, and they've still got a lot of sushi side dishes, though, and you don't know what the hell's going on. Right. The wasabi is there for some reason. Right, exactly. That, and it doesn't make any sense. So, uh, I don't know. Uh, by the way, uh, just a quick update. The DAZN, is not app, the DAZN app is not compatible with any of my Android devices, of oh. which I own seven. Awesome. So <laughs> I don't know how it's going for. I'm sure that's because it's probably ma- basically based out of the UK right now because I do see NFL on here. So I'm assuming that's got to be based out of the UK or something. It is. Yes, it's absolutely a UK product. And I know the NFL is not cleared to be on any apps in the United States other than DirecTV's or their own proprietary apps. So uh, that's obviously going to have to change. And that's probably why we can't get a real idea of what that is going to be just yet as we're checking that app out. Uh, in other news, and we'll uh, we'll dive into a whole bunch of stuff here. In other news, um, Johnny Hendricks and Rashad Evans both re- retired this week and walk away from the sport, um, which Rashad off that loss. I think Johnny Hendricks is coming off a loss as well. Um, it, you're seeing this interesting change of guard, which, to go back to what we've been talking about for about 20 minutes, is 
they have not done, the UFC that is, a really great job of building up a lot of young fighters to right. replace these other guys, right? And so when you're yeah. having people either walk away entirely or jump to Bellator or retire or whatever, um, the people who are replacing don't necessarily draw $60, right, worth of pay-per-view buys. I mean, if you look back at um, the uh, Colby Covington RDA fight, right? Yeah. Colby, so great on the mic, gets all this attention, barely breaks 240,000 pay-per-views. Sorry, guys, that's not attention. No, right? no. Like, I, I, do you think, here's, and I, I hate to harp on this as well, but that's what we're doing today's show. Um, do you think that some of this has to do is just, it, it, it seems so hard to follow these championships lin- linearly because of the all of the interim championships yeah. we've seen, it's, and then people are crowned when somebody's out. It just doesn't feel like, I mean, back in the day, let's go, let's go back to our Randy and Chuck you know, sure. Example. It's like Vitor's the champ. Boom. Tito beats him. Tito gets beat by Chuck. Chuck gets beat by Randy. Then somebody beats Randy. It's just, it was a much more linear progression. And you knew who the champ was because the champ beat the other champ. Now it seems like, okay, uh, Dillashaw Garbrandt too. I mean, even though I don't even know, Garbrandt's lost the title, right? Oh, yeah. But that was handily. Yeah. So, I mean, we're doing that again. Uh, which is like the their biggest fight other than Steep DC, right? Coming yeah. up? Yep. Unless we find something really interesting for Cyborg to do or Connor comes back. And because I, I was just kind of looking ahead, I'm like, oh, what's going on after this? Because that's me. I'm that kind of guy. And I'm like, man, what's going on there? And then I'm trying to remember half the time, literally on the show, I'm asking you how many times? Is this an interim? Is this a real? Well, what, what is going on here? And, you know, that was one of the things that, um, you saw uh, Brendan Schaub was making the rounds this week, talking to Luke Thomas, who took over for the MMA hour, mm-hmm. and then uh, doing kind of his own thing. And one of the things that he thinks solves this issue, and I, I'm kind of in the middle on this, is if you created other weight classes, right? Because you've got these guys who can't make weight or get injured on their way down or whatever. You have right. Kevin Lee calling for a fight at 65 against George St. Pierre. Um, so there's all these sort of, do we add other weight classes? Why I'm in the middle is because you've seen with the um, featherweight division of mm-hmm. women's MMA, mm-hmm. there's no one in it. Right. Right. Like there's three people in it. So, yeah, you're going to do you're going to roll back Cyborg and Holly Holm forever because there's no one else to fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm with you there. I, I just I don't know. I don't know if you I, I and I've been an advocate for adding divisions. I think they just I don't know if they need to add or readjust. And I know we talked before about the 225 light heavyweight uh, division and letting them letting some of those guys go up to 195 as opposed to 205. But then, you know, you've made a great point that might just decimate the heavyweight division because those big, big super heavies just aren't that great. I mean, what's Stipe weighing in at lately? I'd have to look. So I think he, well, DC said that he will show up night of at 35. So, I mean, it wouldn't be terrible to cut cut that off at 225. Um, and then I'm guessing Stipe would be right around there. I'm guessing. So, yeah, the 245. So he'd have to cut if he, or he wouldn't have to cut to make, to make heavy then. But again, I don't think that helps you out with your depth in that division. No. And, you know, the, the discussion seems more apt at that giant jump from 55 to 70 right like that's the logical one to put one right but the jump there you you can't just put 165 in the middle of it which is where everybody wants to go because then you have to readjust every other division right you can't have a five pound division to 170 no yes because what did we do we did this once on the show we did 155 165 
I think 175 because once they're that Cause, small. Because you wanted to. And then 195. Yes. Because the, the percentage in the body goes much higher when, once you gain that so much 205 weight. 205 and then to heavyweight. Yeah, to two. No, I wanted 195 and like 210. Or oh, that's 215. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Maybe it was 215, and then then you go to heavyweight. So you drop, you you add another 10 pounds too, and I think that gives you a nice a nice heavier lightweight division, but still gives you the 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 athletic heavyweights. Yep. So I mean, that's the same number of divisions. If you're starting at 155, obviously you'd maintain 35 and 45 at this point, which I'm not sure about, honestly. Still, I mean. I was proven wrong, though. I mean, 45 gave us the biggest fighter on the planet at this point. Yeah. And which when, I didn't expect at the time. And you get a uh, you get another 45 great fight with 226 with uh, Holloway and Ortega, right? So you've, you've got some fun stuff happening at 45. It took a minute after Connor left. Um, but you've got some fun stuff happening there. I just think, as a fan, it's hard to follow. As a fan, you know, as the we call the Buffalo Wild Wings fan, meaning the guy who's not reading all the blogs and is on Reddit threads right. and on Twitter, um... They're not keeping up with it the way that you guys are. And so if you're not super into the sport but it, love the sport, it has to be easy to understand. It has to be a story you can follow. There's a reason why so many people tune into WrestleMania and never watch another piece of product for 12 months mm-hmm. because they can see the best of the best that they have in, in that organization, and the stories are easy to understand. Right. This guy's feuding with this guy because of this. This girl's feuding with this girl because of blah. They want to get the money in the right. Like it's paint by numbers. You can bring audience in, and then the the insiders who understand why AJ Styles is a great performer get to enjoy it from that aspect. The people that roll in just because they want the spectacle get to see two guys do wrestling stuff. Right. We don't have that in this sport. We have. Oh, I know you think Connor's the champ because he never lost the belt, but he threw a dolly through a bus well it's so he, not even that you think connor's that we don't even have to go that far but he fought in a boxing match last year so he's not getting, the champ I was, anymore i was getting there right but you 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 don't even need to do all of that but which want, is already I, confusing enough I, I wanted to but then he's back to show up with the dolly and now by the way uh connor who i thought had fallen out of the lightweight rankings uh is at number one right now maybe the dolly it, interesting in, incident uh, pushed him back up because tony was there yes because tony was there for a while and I know Kevin was high up there. He's top five still. It's Poirier and Alvarez. So, but I thought Connor was out of there for a little bit. He, I think he was. Um, but I may the- be wrong. I may just be noticing things because I, I was trying to figure out how we reweigh these divisions right now. Because I think your chance at light heavy is perfect, and your chance at heavyweight is perfect coming up on July seventh. Because you both of those dudes can basically, I mean, you you've got no problem with DC making two ten. He'd probably prefer it. Right. Two ten, two fifteen. And then, you know, you reset he, that division. Does, there's no way he goes back, right? No, I don't think so. Not after this. No, not after this. Which is which could throw our traditionally the one championship, and this goes back 10, 15 years. The one championship you could always count on in the UFC was light heavy. And that has been in about as big a disarray as it's been in a while. A lot of that blame goes to John Jones. This could be very interesting following next week, which we'll get more into. I mean, because we're basically going to have all these dudes that DC has destroyed and worked through trying to win the title in this division. Now, he was telling Ariel Hawani that that's not true. That's why he still has the belt. But he's almost but, 40. But he's almost 40, and I just think, like, you could hear it in his voice. He had more energy. You know, the food's going great. He's at 130 right now, mm-hmm. right, or whatever. Um, I, I just think 
if you want to continue to be a competitor, who knows? If he wins this belt, does he have to? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Right? Like, no. I, I, if he wins the heavyweight belt, I would, I would suspect that he's going to take heavyweight fights at that point if he still takes fights. That's what I'm saying. Like, at what point do you just go, whew, look at all this. Hey, remember when I was an alternate in a heavyweight Grand Prix? Mm-hmm. Y'all, I'm here. Exactly. And he takes both belts and he retires. Yep. And he goes on to an amazing career in WWE or announcing or whatever he wants to do. Or both, right? Sure. Why yeah. not? I don't know. Um, uh, one other thing I want to talk about because it broke last night. Uh, Justin Gaethje and Ally Quinta, that fight is off. That has been changed to Justin Gaethje and James Vick. Um, I Quinta is out of the fight. I couldn't actually find the reason why he's out of the fight, but he's out mm. of the fight. Um, so that which is a bummer. I thought that was going to be a fun fight. That said, uh, James Vick and Gaethje have some history, so that should be fireworks as well. Gotcha. So there you go. So what do you think about this whole thing? We talked a little bit about Bellator. Uh, what do you think about this Machida situation? You think it was just to get away from the drug testing in the way it was? Because doesn't who doesn't USADA still maintain the drug testing for Bellator? I don't believe so. No drug tests for Bellator. Well, no, 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 no. Hang on. What? There are drug tests. I just don't think. I said who drug oh, tests? Oh, I thought you said no drug tests. Like, hang on before you start saying that stuff. No, that's uh, <laughs> that's why Barnett's going back to Japan, ladies and gentlemen. Right. He's gonna be. He's gonna have another big run. Yep. He's gonna be top of his game for the next fifteen years. <laughs> well into his sixties. Goes over and gets that Fukushima steroids. <laughs> it's gonna be glowing green, but you know. Uh, so yeah. Uh, Gard Musasi, by the way, is the one who made the accusation that Leota left the UFC because of drug testing. So, yeah. And look, neither here nor there, but you have to ask some questions um, when a guy like Machida comes out and makes a point to say, oh, yeah, the UFC matched. I just didn't want to stay. For sure. For sure. Yeah. And Musasi says, look at his physique. I think that says enough. He's a skilled guy, no doubt about it. But when you get older, everything goes a little bit downward. Fighters, they cannot fight until 47 as they did before. If they're clean, it's difficult, especially against high class fighters. End quote from Gagard Musasi. He said if he ends up fighting Machida, there will be a lot of drug testing involved. <laughs> so so I don't know which side of the mouth he's speaking. <laughs> well, but if you look at... So let's let's play supposition for a second as we kind of roll out this week. <clears throat> if you read Josh Barnett's statement, right, it very much feels like Usada did him wrong the entire process. And he just doesn't want to deal with that process. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I, you know, from his perspective, I can understand that if you're a fighter and you're not really sure what the benefit of this type of testing is Mm -hmm. and this type of testing is highly punitive and not really perfect by any stretch of the imagination and has a huge impact on your way of life. Mm hmm. If you've got another option, why wouldn't you? Like, again, I'm not going to take anything away from all the shenanigans that John Jones has done. But if this is, again, another tainted supplement, Mm -hmm. you're responsible for what you put in your body. That's not what I'm saying. But USADA needs to figure out a way to test this that is fair and less punitive and less intrusive to the fighters. Right? They're showing up at your house at 5 a.m. and doing all this stuff to kind of gotcha drug testing and then turn around and go... Oh, I mean, you know, yeah, I guess you you were sort of in the right, whatever, but you have to hold one of Josh's problems was he had to hold counsel the whole time for arbitration. 
So he's got to pay a lawyer yeah. for the entire time that they do this stuff. Well, and the other thing, too, is uh, if I'm reading this correctly, uh, is that the drug testing in Bellator is sanctioned by the commissions and done by the commissions, which, like you said, is much less intrusive than that guy showing up at your house three in the morning and you have to do it right then. And I, again, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a fighter, but for me, that does feel like very intrusive. You know, Josh Burnett, USC was not his home. It's never really been his home. He made his debut there years and years and years ago. Yep. But I mean, he did so much in Japan. He fought, you know, as a free agent for so long. I can see him saying, you know what? I don't need this in my well, life and, at this and point. I thought his statement was extremely fair to the UFC, right? We had a good run. I had some great fights. It was fun. I cannot deal with these guys. Mm-hmm. I got to go. Right. Right. Like Dana, I like this is not a mark on you and you you guys have done me well. I had a great second home here, but this thing was unfair and cruel. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So I don't know. It's going to be kind of interesting to see a couple name options over there in Bellator. Yeah. I mean, it, it will cha- they get like, it? Will, will it help with this app, though? I don't know. I don't know that either. Uh, but I do know that the the product became a little bit more interesting for us longtime fans in the last five, six days. Maybe. <laughs> you, okay, hang on a second. Well, here's the like, thing. No, no, no. Bell- you said product. Bellator, yes, became more interesting. What the hell is UFC doing? Are we, are we, are we evening things out? Um, I don't know that we're evening things out. What I would say is uh, you've got an amazing event in 226 if it holds together, mm-hmm. right? Like, we're a week out, so who, Lord knows. Um and after that, we They'll have stop to stop sparring tomorrow, right? You know, after that, we have to we have to see what what they're going to do, mm-hmm. because if TJ and Garbrandt, too, is your biggest thing. And I believe the main the co-main of that that is DJ, as you're looking it up, is uh, DJ and Cejudo, right? Was it that quickly they were trying to do that? Not that that's a huge fight, but that was at least a touch of a name fight there. Uh, let's see. Where's my pay-per-view links here? See if we've got a card assigned to this pay-per-view. Uh, oh, Whitaker Romero 2 is still coming up. No, wait, no, we just did that. That already mind. happened. What is... Okay, somebody Two. needs to fix... That's still on their main page of their website. Awesome. I might know a guy that can fix that. Uh, Jesus you Christ, need, you, need, you, you need UFC 227 is what we're looking for. Uh, can't find it on their page okay. for Hold pay-per-views. On. Hold on. So, yeah, they might want to work on some things. If I dig, I can find everything... On a list. So, yes, I am right. It is Dillashaw, Garbrandt, DJ, Cejudo. And let me just make clear. I have a fully functioning PC in front of me when we do the show. I am able to search and use a typewriter, or a typewriter, a keypad. I'm able to use a Gutenberg press. Right, exactly. To get the things that I need. Eric drags that thing in that he sends out uh, his thank you notes on. That was yes. very nice, by the way. You're welcome. And That, that uh, thing. What, what is it? It's a typewriter. Oh, is it an old school typewriter? Yes. So whatever. I've got a keyboard. I've got a mouse. I've got a fully functioning PC in front of me. I was on the UFC site, and Eric beat me with his phone. That tells you somebody needs to fix up the UX on this this site. Yes. So anyway, like that. So yes, that is the co-main according that's to your, this website. That's your next, like, that's your next <laughs> thing. So this coming weekend, as you're enjoying probably a long vacation, for if you're in the United States for the 4th of July, you get to enjoy the biggest super fight in probably the history of the organization of Stipe and DC. Mm-hmm. You get to enjoy one of the most exciting fights at 45 between Max Holloway and Brian Ortega. You get to enjoy um, Derek Lewis and Nagano, which is should be a hell of a fight. Amazing, right? Um, and 
then you roll into what that the Fox thing. card is actually pretty good. The one from Calgary, uh, Al- Alvarez and Dustin Poirier too. And then yes. uh, who else is on that card? I'll have to. Oh, thanks, Jesus UFC. But your but your site is terrible. But by we're, the way. if we're talking about how do I you know what's next? How do I get your seventy dollars? Hold on, I'm just busy trying to click this thing that doesn't click on their site that says fight card. So even though there's six people on the damn poster, it's giving me four fighters. It looks like Joanna Jerchek's picture is there. So she's probably fighting somebody. This is ridiculous. I'm going to Wikipedia, UFC. Whichever intern listens, and I know they're listening, uh, fix that crap because it's terrible. So I'm going to go to scheduled events now. What do we have for fight night on Fox here? What day is that? Where are we going? Where are we going? UFC on Fox. Jose Aldo's on that card. That'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, Ginger check. Yep, that was a picture of her. And then it kind of falls off a little bit there, but there's still some fun fights on the card. But so like, but this is this is what we've been talking about for six months, right? We can have fun fights that show up on Fox with people we've heard of, right? Doing things we want to watch, right? We've got stars that are fighting. Regardless of who else they are fighting, because it's on Fox, right, right, and Calgary will be a great town, and they will love the shit out of that. But then you fast forward to two twenty seven, and you're like, um, "What?" Okay, let's grab down to two twenty seven. We get obviously Dillashaw Garbrandt too, the DJ Sahedo fight, like you said, and then we kind of Derek, fall off from Derek there. Derek Brunson's on that card, right? I mean, but that's kind of it. It's like you go, "Oh, Cub Swanson's there. Oh, right. Derek Brunson's there." Yep. Yeah, where are where are we spending the money? Not here, not here. I'm sorry. Not for Barat Kandar taking on Wuliji Buren. That's a real thing. It sounds like I just got two Oompa Loompas <laughs> and found out their real names on their visas. But those are real things. So there you have it. So the continued discussion of that Bellator in the last five days came it became interesting. The UFC, it's like. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. When you know, if product is MMA as a whole, has it become more interesting? I don't think so. No. But Bellator is certainly going to get a couple more eyeballs and a little more people paying attention. Is this is this the point where the sport kind of just starts to fragment in a way? And I don't want to say not recoverable, but oh, I would say in, yeah, in a way that's that's just makes it impossible to ever become anything other than you know. Something that's, you know... A circus sideshow? Not a circus sideshow, but, you know, sort of almost like what boxing's become, where we're going to have yeah. one or two so big deals. Let's let's take a real example that you and I both know. If we go back six years ago, mm-hmm. my wife would religiously watch this sport. Well, she had a weird thing with GSP, yep. which I still don't think you've addressed in your marriage. I have not. <laughs> I do occasionally have to dress like a Mountie for some reason, but... Um, Hello, how are you? Uh, but she's gone. Uh-huh. And she can't be the only one. Oh, for sure. Right? Well, like, and, and, she was and along for a little bit of the Ronda ride, and then then when that was done, we're done. I was going to say, you got another issue there. And, uh, you know, obviously Ronda's going into the uh, modern wing of the U- UFC Hall of Fame. Deservedly so. Yep. I mean, uh, Without really, a doubt. And I, I do want to give UFC credit. They did a great job on that package of kind of resetting. Because Ronda had such a terrible end. There was such a weird taste in everybody's mouth. Uh, I they did reset how amazing that run was and what she did for women's MMA, all those things. They they but they've not had anybody take her place. I mean that women's division it, it, we can kind of run a little bit of a parallel there where because she was gone so long 
we didn't feel like we had a real linear championship because by the time she was back, it had gone through three other women's hands. It had gone through Holly, Misha, and Amanda Nunez by the time Ronda was there. So, yeah, Amanda Nunez beat Ronda, but it didn't really matter at that point. Right. It didn't matter at that point, and at that point, you know, it just seemed like hot potato with the title, and we didn't know, okay, Amanda Nunez, she's great, but she's never really had an opportunity to really latch on with the fans at this point. Yeah. Um, and and that's you know that's what I'm saying. Like this product has gone in the wrong direction, right? There's been more money and more chances at eyeballs and higher usage of technology and streaming products and blah 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 blah. But you're now leaning back into, and this is something that Luke Thomas and I don't I I'm gonna say January February doesn't matter. You can mm-hmm. go back and try and find it for uh, the M- uh, the MMA fighting show that he does um, or did I should say the other one, yeah. Uh but he was talking about, like, this sport failed to make new fans. Yes. It's just dragging you and I along. Until in, we just give the, up. Until we give up. And when you look at somebody like my wife or your wife, right, like, they were probably much more invested earlier on. And now just, like, maybe they'll sit down if something's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. May- maybe, right? But, <laughs> but they're not, like, six years ago, they were a part of... Hey, we're doing a thing Saturday. Now it's I'm right. walking through the living room and this fight looks interesting. I'll sit down for a second. Right. No, that's yeah, that's not happening anymore. So I, I just wonder, I mean, are we at the are we at the point where this is just fracturing in a way where it's just gonna be an also ran, no matter what. There there is a big thing changing and I don't want I'm not ringing the death bells or whatever you want to say at this point. Because I mean there there's still one dynamic that is going to change immensely as we move into next year. And that is going to be watching ESPN handle this product for all their faults, for all the money they've been losing, for all the staff they've had to cut, for all the uh, inconsistencies within their product over the past couple of years. They are the ones that are the gold standard as far as clearance goes. We talked a little bit about that earlier. Yep. And by that, I mean you're never going to not be able to find ESPN. You're going to find ESPN when you're getting your hair cut, when you're at the airport, when you're in a bar. I mean, ESPN is on. I mean, even right now, biggest event in the world, the World Cup is going on, right? I walked into a bar last week during the games, had to ask them to turn off the ESPN news program because there's World Cup soccer. I get that the U.S. isn't in there, but that's just where it default lands. It's on ESPN. Yes. So we're going to rather have talking heads scream about sports than an actual sport on that's the biggest event in the world that is how much penetration espn has in the market so you're gonna have ufc on espn you're gonna have ufc with a partner that's got a hundred percent buy-in on their streaming and on-air platforms and we're gonna see i i was very impressed back when they did the nhl deal Uh, i don't believe they're on there right now they might be back on there actually recently but when they did the nhl deal they were all in I mean, they're, they're, say what you want about ESPN and corporate uh, media, but I tell you what, man, they know what they're doing when they want to start synergizing things. Yep. Uh, you know, you're going to see an Avengers commercial with the UFC fighter in it. I'm telling you, for the next Avengers movie, you're going to have a champion and you're going to have freaking Thanos in the other corner as far as a commercial goes. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, this could be groundbreaking, but do they have the product which to make be, the cookies? Which will be exciting for Connor. I can't wait to see that happen. <laughs> That's your guy right there. I tell you what, man. Put him in there. Yep. Not stupid, dusty Spider-Man. <laughs> Spoiler. 
All right, friends. As always, you can follow along on Twitter and Facebook. So good. Uh, we, we will certainly be back next week to break down everything for UFC 226 DC and Stipe. Um, huge, huge fight that I can't wait to talk about next week. It is Way of the Warrior. It's your MMA show.